Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellas Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Cars 3 and All Eyes on Me. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how you doing, man? Dude, I'm I'm freaking exhausted at this point. I mean, it's been a long week. It's been a ri- it's been a rainy week, which is why I'm exhausted. Rainy yeah. makes me sleepy. And yeah, man, it's been crazy. Yeah, and especially today. Today was pouring. Oh <laughs> yeah, man, it was it was crazy. We were driving south on uh, Power Line for those Floridians who know that road. And well, I was driving south on Power Line. I don't know what road you were driving on, but it was. Damn, man, it was pouring. It was insane. Yeah. Driving like 20 miles on a 45-mile road. It was <laughs> insane. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's been a strange weekend. I mean, we started off pretty um, pretty interesting last night with that movie, um, <laughs> which uh, you guys can guess on which one we're talking about. Most of you will probably guess wrong. um but yeah i don't know and it's just gotten weirder because today we saw the other movie and then it's just like we were supposed to record way earlier but then things popped up and we ended up not it's just been a strange weekend already and we're not even like most of the way through it at the time of recording so i don't know but i'm excited to talk about these movies um for different reasons but definitely excited to talk about them um, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, oh boy. <laughs> um, before we actually get to these movies, I do want to talk about a little bit of movie news that's kind of been dropping recently, and in particular, some superhero movie news, no su- big surprise there. Um, X-Men Dark Phoenix, I believe is what it's called, the next X-Men movie, X-Men proper movie, because I know they're making like a a new mutants movie and they're also making i mean deadpool 2 obviously so there's other movies in this x-men universe that are popping up here and there but this is the next one like with the main cast that we know especially even some of the newer casts with like sophie turner and things like that um they found their director and it is simon kinberg now if you don't know who simon kinberg is simon kinberg is a writer and producer who has been around in Hollywood for a very long time. He's produced a lot of different movies. He's written for a lot of different movies. Um, but his main focus of, in the past decade plus has been the X-Men universe. He has been a longtime producer of the X-Men movies, longtime writer for the X-Men movies. He's been involved in both of those faction, fashions for basically every X-Men movie in this universe. Now, yes, that means the good ones, and that also means the bad ones. But he has never directed a film before. This would be his first director. This will be his di- directorial debut, and that makes me nervous. I don't care how well he knows this universe. I don't like the idea of giving someone who has never directed a movie before a one hundred plus million dollar budget and say, "You here, go direct a blockbuster." What? Since when are we doing that? <laughs> do, do directors not need to? 
prove themselves to smaller budgets? Like, is that something we don't do anymore? What's going on? I don't know, man. I mean, Fox clearly has balls at this point to... <laughs> That's one way to put it. ...give their franchise to someone who has no experience directing. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe it was this guy's birthday present from Fox um, for helping make the X-Men universe what it is throughout the years. I mean, I don't know. You were saying that they're hit or miss, and I completely agree with you, so... Uh, this may be another miss because their last film was a hit. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of been a pattern. Um, X-Men Origins, miss. X-Men First Class, hit. And then it was X-Men Second. Uh, then it was, I think it was X-Men. Days of Future Past was next. No, I think it was Wolverine. That was 50-50, yeah. Yeah. It was 50-50, and then after that, it was X-Men Days of Future Past. That was a hit. Major hit, yeah. And then you had... um, Apocalypse. Well, before that, you had Deadpool. Deadpool hit. Yeah. And then you had Apocalypse Miss. Yeah. And then Logan. Yeah, Logan Logan was definitely a hit. Yeah. So, I mean, they have some losses, and then they have have a lot of hits, I would say. Yeah. They have a few losses in there, but, I mean, it's... I don't know. This might be another miss. Uh, I, yeah, it's just, it really does make me nervous. Like, I don't care, again, I don't care how well he knows the universe, and I don't care how successful of a producer and a writer he is. He has not proven to be a director yet. He has written Jumper, Sherlock Holmes, This Means War, and Fantastic Four. The bad one. Yeah. You know... Mm. But, I mean, think about all the great X-Men movies he's written. I, I'm not trying to... Mm. I'm not trying to say he's a bad writer because he's obviously wait, he wrote a good writer. The newest one, the newest what? X Men. I mean, um, Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie's gonna tank. That movie's gonna tank. <laughs> okay, uh, I know you have issues with that. With that the is the Four. worst, arguably the worst movie of the last decade. Carlos. That's a lie. <laughs> no, it's not a lie. Uh-huh. It's arguably the worst movie of the last decade. But it wasn't. To me, the biggest problem with Fantastic Four was the way they decided to edit it and the fact that they neutered their director. And the script was really bad, too. The script was not the issue with Mm. that movie. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Mm. We can have this debate later. Mm. Come on now, bro. Mm. It was not the issue. Come on. Mm. I don't don't know, bro. mm, Nah, I can't. I can't agree with you there. But, okay, but in the list of things wrong with that movie... The writing is not in the top three. It's in the top four. No, my gosh. You're a team. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's move on to our review of um, Cars 3. That's what we're doing first, right? Yeah. Cars 3. Um, All right. This movie is obviously the third movie in this Cars franchise in... This whole Pixar machine at this point, they're just a machine. They pump out these movies like crazy, and uh, most of the time, they're pretty freaking good. This time around, it was okay. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's fine. It's, it, I don't know. It's forgettable. That's that's the way I would it's describe it. It's definitely better than the sequel. Well, that's true. Definitely yes. better than the sequel. Yes. This movie was a disappointment to me. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest. Both of these movies have been disappointments. What, the sequels? Or you're talking about this weekend. Yeah, well, we'll get to the other one. Um, (laughs) But Cars 3, let's stay there, I guess, for now. Um, Let's start positive. The voice cast is good. I really didn't have a problem with the voice cast overall. Um, I had a problem with one character in particular, but I don't think it was the voice voice actor's fault at all. Sorry, my mater? No. 
they they kind of put him in the sideline, and I think that was a good move. And honestly, they probably should have pushed it a little bit back. But I I I think they used him okay. Um, there's another character who just felt like, why are you here? Um, but we'll get there. Uh, so voice cast wise, it's good. Animation wise, this is great. I mean, it's not like I still honestly, and this might surprise you, but the best animation, like flat out animation I've seen in a Pixar movie still might be The Good Dinosaur, which it's again, I gave that movie like a six point something. It's an okay movie, but the animation in that movie was amazing. This isn't like necessarily up to that level. But it's pretty freaking good um, in, in this movie. There were moments where it was really, really great. And then moments where it was just like, okay, it's a fun Pixar movie animation. So, I don't know. What were some of your positives? I will agree with you on the animation. But I'll, I'll go further and say it was it was up there when it comes to The Good Dinosaur. I mean, there were some shots that they gave. I was like, damn, I mean, this is reminding me of The Good Dinosaur with, with certain shots yeah. there. Um, so that definitely think the animation was good. I think the voice acting was pretty good um, as well. I really enjoyed the the characters in this one. Another positive is that I'm really glad that they put Lightning McQueen back in the main role. I think that was a major mistake in the second one. <laughs> yeah, a major mistake in the second one. Um, in the poster, I think this poster for it is pretty damn good <laughs> as well. I really did. I really do love this poster. Um, there is a scene in here, and it's it's actually in the trailers as well. The first and trailer. yeah, yeah, that first they trailer. build they the tense. Yes. I, I don't. This is one of the scenes. Where I was like, they they made this such a tense moment mm-hmm. in the movie. And what I will say for this movie is they when it comes to the racing, the the shots when when they're racing are really well done, and the sound I really did like the sound in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. When you hear the engines and everything, you're really rooting for Lightning McQueen in this movie, and I really, I really, I really did like his character, and I really was rooting for his character. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you on that moment that's in this in the trailers. It's on the freaking posters too. Like it's the scene where lightning crashes. Okay, let's just talk. About, I mean, it's they build to it really, really well. I agree with you, and that's in the first chunk of the movie, obviously, because they put it in the trailer. I mean, well, thankfully, since they put it in the trailer, <laughs> can you imagine if it was like the end of the movie and that was the first thing they showed in the trailer? Uh, don't get me started. But I can totally see something like that happening. Um, but anyway, it, it they did build to that moment really well, and it did pay off. I agree with you there. Um, I will also say that leading from, continuing on from that moment where they kind of touch on, even leading up to that moment, where they are touching on the idea of people getting old and accepting that there's always going to be somebody younger coming up on, coming up on you, and... Um, just the, there's so many different themes in this movie and the idea of technology and how people it's just there's a lot of rich themes in here and i actually think for the most part they handled those themes pretty competently yeah i mean i'll agree with you there i mean there were a lot of interesting themes and i think for those of you who you know who do sports um basically i mean maybe even those who have done sports in the past and have grown older i think you guys will will appreciate this movie because i do think it handles that particular topic of getting older and not being able to do the things that you once did as a younger person i think the i think this movie will impact you in that sense and not only sports wise i mean that applies to basically anything the idea of retirement is a huge topic in this movie and again they actually 
were able to say some decent things about the issues that they wanted to. So I actually enjoyed that aspect of it. And that's really my biggest positive when it comes to the movie. So, you have anything else? No, that's it for me, man. All right, well, let's move on to negatives. And I guess I will start with... I. I think the movie has a... It needed a little bit of work on this story. It was a bit lacking. I found that it kind of dragged at times throughout it. Or especially as we moved along into the story, I was like, okay, we get it. Like, let's pick up the pace here. Um, I just... I think that there was... They should have had a little bit more in there. Um, I don't necessarily think that it deserved its runtime. Even though it wasn't that long of a movie, it just... I felt every minute of it at a time. So I was like, alright, let's move on. Um, so that's definitely one of my major negatives. And I also want to bring up the character that I kind of alluded to before. Um, it's a main character in this movie. And... Um, it's Cruz... What's her name? Ramirez? Yeah. Um, I like the idea of the character. Um, and I think that... Again, I, I like her role and that what they were trying to do with the character. And even what they ended up doing with the character. I was like, I thought it actually worked. The problem is I found her annoying throughout most of the movie. Uh, throughout most of the movie, she was making the same joke... The entire time. It was like, oh, you're old. The entire time. I'm like, okay, we get it. You think he's old, and you think he's, like, ancient and can't do anything anymore. Please, shut up. And I, that's, I thought my jokes were bad. Yes. Um, and that's really... That's the reason I found her pretty annoying throughout most of the movie. And then, But again, I don't think it's the voice actor's fault, and I don't think it's... I, I like the role. I like that character where it's supposed to be and what she ends up doing, what she ends up being in the movie. But I don't think that they necessarily wrote her the best way possible, if that makes any sense. Okay, I mean, I can see how she was annoying. I don't like what they did with her in one of the last scenes. I think that was where I got disappointed, basically, was towards the ending of the movie. Okay. Um, just because of the decision that was ultimately made. And I was very disappointed because one of my negatives is that we kept getting beat over the beat over the head with the same message. You can't do what you used to do. You can't do what you used to do. You can't do what you used to do. You're old. You're old. You're old. Yeah, it's just the same message. Problem, yeah. yeah, it's the same message over and over again. And, you know, you're, you're, you're wanting this. You're wanting um, payoff for all this work that's being done and you don't get it in the end so it's kind of like what was the point of it all then um and maybe i mean maybe i mean like i said i mean i i do like i do i do like where the movie ended mm-hmm. i just don't know i just don't like the ultimate decision leading up to it basically if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's hard um, to talk about it without necessarily spoiling. Yeah, I mean, that's so, so so sorry if I sound stupid or anything <laughs> like that. But I mean, this is that's how that's the that's the most clear I can get with you yeah. guys at this point. I just did not like the decision that um, they made for a particular character. You see, basically, I, see, I actually thought that there was good payoff for the overall like story. The point the. They were beating us over the head with it, and I actually thought that the payoff worked for me. Um, now, my issues with the ending are more... 
they just, it really felt like they were like, okay, we have where the movie wants to end, and we have where we are in our writing process. How do we get from point A to point B? I don't know. That's really what the conclusion they came to, because there is some real, <laughs> real big bunch of crap that happens, so you're just like, this doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> and it's like, wait, so he's going to do this, and she's going to do this, and that's just okay? Uh, okay? I, I don't know. <laughs> it just really doesn't make any sense, and it's like, they just needed to get from point A to point B, and they're like, here, this happens. Does this make any sense? No. Does it matter? No. That's Honestly, I feel like that was the process, and that's how they ended where they ended. Um, again, I like where it ended, but I don't think that they knew at all how to get to that ending. So that was something that also kind of bothered me. Um, I also do want to bring up... I. I, you said you really enjoyed the characters and you were rooting for them. I did enjoy the characters. They're fine enough. I think Lightning is probably the best character. Um, they did kind of, they had a lot of allusions to the first movie where they were just like, keep, kept referencing it. And there's one character in particular who's literally there for basically no reason. Um, and that is, what's her name? The, his love interest from the first one. She, I, I can't remember her name. Sally, is it? Yeah, I think it's Sally yeah. or Natalie. It's, I don't know, but she... I, why is she in this movie? Yeah, but she wasn't there. Like, Okay, I, but, I disagree with you there. She was only in the movie for five exactly. minutes. Exactly. Why even have her in? Like, it's just... Okay, we, but it's not... Okay, but I, you, I'm not going to... I'm not going to really bash on that because, um, you know, you need to have her there, but it's not like they're going it, to... It's, it's like, okay, if I'm going to compare it to anything, it's Batman versus Superman. Why was Amy Adams there? No reason. Why was when X Men Days of Future Past happened? Why was Rose Rose Burns character there? No reason. But they were in the movie for an hour, hour and a half. She's only in the movie for five minutes, so it's not that big of a deal. And she has to be there basically to help him get off his feet. And she's there for support. She's not saying it, it's not like she she didn't make an overall impact, but exactly did ma- okay. But did but did but did Look, made I'm not it? saying this is a huge negative. I'm just but saying Mater actually had a scene in the movie that really worked for me, where he was like, "This is just a classic." Okay, and of- she got him off of his feet, but it didn't work for me. That's what. That's my point. It's just kind of like she's there. Okay, but she you can, but she I did something. Seen her, her in forever, and then but I'll- she did something. You just said that she did nothing. But it's uh, all right. Whatever. I I don't know why you're arguing with me on this point. It's just a small like it was one thing. But anyway, I found the characters to be pretty surface level. That and that's the best way I can describe this movie overall. It's pretty surface level and it doesn't hit the emotional levels that I that we're used to from Pixar. That's the problem. Um, you know what I would have liked to see more more of Hudson. I, I would have liked I, to see more of that relationship established because in the first one, you know, you kind of see a relationship being built. The second one, you know, he's already gone and it's there's no you don't see a relationship being built there whatsoever. Yeah, you're so, right. And that I'll, I guess that does add to the surface level feel of it all. It's just kind of like we didn't i don't have that foundation for this relationship i mean we have the foundation but we don't have the bulk of it and then all of a sudden you're kind of that's all you want to talk about and it's like well that's cool but we barely saw this relationship i don't know what you want from me so i got i i agree yeah yeah 
Um, anything else? No, that's basically all I got. It's it's fine. It's just kind of forgettable. I'm not gonna. This is not a Pixar movie that's gonna stand out to me. And I I actually I know a lot of people crap on the Cars, the first one even. I actually really like the first Cars. Yeah, the first Cars is amazing. Um, now it's... I haven't watched it in forever, so we would take that with a grain of salt. But I still, I overall, I really do enjoy the first one. At least I remember it and. I, this one, it has its moments. It's got some good themes in it, but ultimately it's just kind of surface level and forgettable. Yeah, I think definitely the worst Pixar movie is Cars 2. Well, yes, I agree <laughs> And, with yeah, this is definitely a major step up and a major improvement from the second one. So I still recommend that you guys take your kids, take your younger siblings to go watch the movie. I think you're still going to have a pretty good time watching the movie. It was enjoyable for the most part. I think we're going to be pretty far apart on ratings, though. All right. Where are you at? I'm at a solid 6.8. Okay. I am at a 5.8. So, I, I guess we're not as... I mean, we're pretty far apart. <laughs> we're not, like, <laughs> like drastically far We've been farther. I'll say that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's, that's definitely where I'm at. All right, you want to move on to All Eyes on Me? Yes, let's do it. All right, all eyes on me. The Tupac biopic. Um, Ozzy, what were your kind of expectations going into this movie? This is a Tupac biopic, and this is arguably, you know, so for me, this is supposed to be a really great movie, okay? You had the biopic of NWA a few years back. Um, I think the... Let me look up the director's name really quick for um, Straight Outta Compton. Uh, give me one quick second. Oh, Matthew, um, or it's Coogler, right? It's F. Gary. Oh, F. Gary Gray. Yeah. In my bad. Um, so I thought I thought maybe I thought they would have given the the job to him, F. Gary Gray, because mm-hmm. he did a fantastic job in Straight Outta Compton. So I was hoping it'd be the same thing. It was a different director, I believe, for All Eyes on Me. Yes, definitely. It was a first-time director, wasn't it? I believe so, from what I can that. tell. Um, the director of All Eyes on Me was Benny Boom. And man, this is a major, major disappointment. This is not the film that Tupac deserves as a biopic, I have to say. I mean, this is... Oh, horrible film Ooh, he's got it's, a lot of music video direction director um and i can tell <laughs> i can tell uh, <laughs> i can definitely tell man this was a really bad movie this was mm, i have major issues with this movie and i feel bad man because this is supposed to be a tupac biopic and it's supposed to be really good you know, I'm like this. This like if you're if you have this biopic, I'm thinking like this is one of the most critical um, movies to tell because this is dealing with um, um, someone who's considered to be one of the best, if not the best, rapper of all time. And a lot of people today will say that he, you know, a lot of people have listened to this man's music. A lot of people still remember him. She would think that this would be a very important film for several people you know for a lot of different people and man this movie this movie is really bad (laughs) really bad oh man i was sitting there like damn (laughs) it's real i am so disappointed in this movie 
Um, what are your thoughts? Because <laughs> I know you want to get into um, it. Um, this is a bad movie. I mean, there's no <laughs> like, there's no way to sugarcoat it. There's no way to kind of, I, I don't know, ease into. It's just, it's a bad movie. It really is. It, from the very beginning, I mean, you have they start out with this framing device of. I, should we start positive? I don't want to get super super negative first. Do you want? I you can we can start positive. I, I guess. I, yeah, let's let's start positive and then we'll go negative just to keep it structured. I guess. Let's but, put a smile on that face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here, all right. I don't know. You don't even know how many positives you're gonna have. I will say that I thought the performances overall were pretty good. Um, there. There's you said there's two Walking Dead actors in this, right? Yes, you have um, Danae Guerrero. Sorry, I'm so sorry for <laughs> butchering your name. Um, she plays Michonne, and then we have a cameo from Lauren Cohen who plays Maggie. Mm-hmm. Wait, where was she? She was in the beginning of the movie. She got him his uh, audition. Oh my gosh! Well, I have something that I don't like about that part of the movie, but she, I mean, she wasn't a problem because she has no lines. Um, anyway, she has lines, but there's not like they're not like she really has any lines. Memories. <laughs> she has the only line I think she has is "You got the audition." Hug. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, Yo, I could tell that was a wig. I can tell that was a wig. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I will say the performances overall were pretty pretty solid. Um, I'm just going to call her Michonne. Michonne was pretty good. Um, I actually, I didn't notice it before. I, I don't really, I didn't really notice it in The Walking Dead when I've watched, when I've watched her before, but she, she has a little bit of Viola Davis to her. And maybe it was just that she has her hair shorter in this movie and like Viola Davis has had short hair in a lot of movies before, but whatever. She has naturally short hair. I know. Yeah, I, I know. But it's just like seeing it like that. It's just... She had to me. She's like re, she was really good in this movie for the most part. I actually enjoyed her performance, and I thought she had a lot of range to her, um, especially in the beginning because she was all like she was a very strong character and kind of in the whole Black Panther thing, and that was really really intense. And then it kind of follows her descent throughout uh, the beginning of the movie. It's like she starts to get addicted to drugs, and then uh, she kind of becomes a little bit weaker and then by the end she's back on her feet and she's standing up for her son and all these different things and she was able to display all of that range i thought she did pretty pretty good with that um role and i will also just a little thing that also remind me of viola davis she did the whole mouth crying thing which me and my sister talk about this all the time viola davis cries with her mouth a lot if you haven't noticed what do you mean like she cries and then her tears go down to her mouth and then like it's like it's all about the tears on her mouth and everything's like it's just weird (laughs) it's just something i specifically notice and i mean alicia my sister always are like viola davis is definitely a mouth crier (laughs) um but anyway, and she did that in this movie, too, and that was just something I noticed, but that's, like, completely random. It has nothing to do with anything. Um, the guy who played Tupac, uh, Demetrius Ship, I know you didn't really like his performance. I actually thought he was pretty good. Um, they definitely got somebody who kind of looks like him. <laughs> they definitely nailed in the casting department in that, in that sense. Um, but, yeah, I, overall, the performances were not an ish- the issue. Um, if at all an issue for me in this movie. Where do I go? Um, I mean, 
Ugh, what performances boy. did you like? I definitely loved Michonne. I think Michonne did a fantastic job. I mean, she definitely stole the scene. Every scene that she was in, um, she definitely stole the scene. The scene. Sheen. Oh, boy. I need to write the things of weird things that Ozzy says. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, I really liked her. I'm trying to find... This guy's name is Jarrett Ellis. This guy did an amazing job as Snoop, man. He really he sounded like Snoop. Unless they got Snoop to actually voice it. I don't know. But he sounded really great as Snoop. That is my other positive. I really liked him as Snoop. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I kind of liked the artistic style that he chose for when it came to different shots. Um, the kind of cameras that he used. And I'm saying for several shots. Just a few. Not a lot. We'll get into a cinematography and my negatives. Um, but yeah, I mean, I did like the artistic um, artistic design that I guess that he yeah. had. The artistic view that he had on, on certain shot, shots. And yeah, that's basically it for me. I mean, yeah, it's it's not good. It, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's, like, I don't... We'll get into it, but I don't think this movie is, like, atrocious. Like, it's, like, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's one of the worst movies of the year. It's probably going to be in my top ten worst. It will end up in mine as well. It's it's not good. It really is. And it's it's really a shame. It's really a shame. And I hope somebody comes up with a better Tupac biopic because, man, this one is so bad. And I feel bad because I feel like it deserves much more than this. Uh-huh. Um, there were moments in it, like there were some scenes that really stood out to me. Um, there were not a lot of scenes that stood out to me. Okay, this, I'm saying some. I'm this, not saying there are a lot. No, no, I said that there's not a lot for me because this whole movie seemed like I feel like a lot of the actors were rapping their their own lines. Mm-hmm. Like Tupac for me was always rapping his lines, and for me he was always screaming. And I never understood why. Because I just got done looking at the same interview that was actually in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this man seems calm. He seems intelligent. Um, the Tupac in, in, the, in, the, in the interview that we saw, you know, that version of him, the artistic view of him that this had to do, comes off as a little bit arrogant. Does not come off as very intelligent. Um, so it's I kind of don't like the performance, man. I mean, you know, I see I see Tupac in the real life interview. I'm like, okay, he sounds educated, he sounds intelligent, um, he knows what he's talking about, he sounds calm, you know. This one in the movie, he doesn't sound like that at all. He sounds like a very arrogant, mean, unrational person. Um, and I I did not like I did not like the portrayal the portrayal of his character at all in this film. I really didn't. All right, well, I guess we're officially in negatives then, and I started out, start. I was going to say this, but then we decided to do positives, but they start out with a framing device of this interview that he's giving. Like, he's giving an interview kind of about almost his life um, while he's in prison, um, and they kind of stick to that, and then sometimes there's voiceover on the flashbacks, and then sometimes there's not, and then... They'll go back to the interview part of it at random times. It doesn't quite make any sense. Then there's also, like, we go through periods of his life that it feels like we're just going from moment to moment to moment. And that's the danger with biopics. And this definitely falls into that, is it almost feels like a highlight reel of somebody's life. And that the problem is, that doesn't make for a good movie. 
when you just have a highlight reel of somebody's life, you don't, there's no flow to it. It just goes, it's moment, moment, moment. And that's definitely a problem this movie has. Um, and I just, it did not work. It did not flow. It did not, uh, it just wasn't cohesive at all. It really wasn't. And honestly, the way this movie is edited really reminded me of a movie that I, you might have even forgotten about from last year, uh, The Free State of Jones. Yeah, man, and let me tell you, this... It's just because, like, there's that framing device, and then there's the flashbacks, but then there's also, like, random times where we were told things through newspaper clippings, like, on the screen, and it's just like, I thought this was being framed as an interview, why are we doing all these newspaper clippings? And then there was times when they showed, like, actual real security footage, and it's like, what? This doesn't... We don't have a a solid point of view in this movie whatsoever, and there's definitely moments that it feels like a music video, which I know you're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I want to talk about it right and, now. Yeah, and then it's just, there's so much in this movie that doesn't work. And But my biggest problem is the way that it's structured. It's absolutely, it's a disaster. It's structured disaster. It's, it's, it's a freaking mess. Yes. Um, The whole movie basically is a damn music video. Okay, and it is, I'm over here, like, I looked at Carlos, I'm like, are we just watching a long music video? Like, it's ridiculous. There's a lot of scenes that look like it's just a music video shot, and it's, it's so annoying, man. Are you not entertained? (laughs) It was really bad, the freaking music video. Um, I'm going to call it a music video. Um, The music video really wasn't good, and the green screen, oh, my gosh, there is a scene with Tupac and Suge Knight driving. I didn't notice it. Damn, dude, you didn't notice it? Dude, the green screen was so bad. <laughs> I was like, really? It looked like it was, honestly, it looked like Kim Kardashian and Kanye's green screen in the music video. With, like, she was legit just on him, like, riding, <laughs> like, when they were riding a motorcycle. That's how bad the green screen looked. It looked that bad. It was horrible. It was so bad. And whoever played Biggie Smalls, he had a laughable performance. He really did. Every time he was on screen, everybody just laughed. Because he just just sounded like a really dumb person. He's like, yo, man. Come on, man. What you talking about, dog? Like, come on. Put some some emphasis in your lines and sound at least partially intelligent yeah research your character people people need to research their characters and people who are writing these films need to research the actual people that they're writing because a lot of these characters did not sound anything like their characters they did not like any they did not act similar for the most part to any of their characters Mm -hmm. the only person i actually i can actually give that to is snoop snoop sounded like snoop and i think he was acting like snoop for the most part um that's about it that's the only person i can really say I want to know more. I mean, I need to research more of about these, um, about these people. But I mean, you know, I was watching, I was watching interviews of both Biggie and and Tupac, and they really didn't sound anything like these. These actors really didn't sound like these people, and they they weren't 
portraying them well, I have to say. It didn't feel like I was watching Biggie on screen. I didn't feel like I was watching Tupac on screen. I sure, they look like him. I disagree with you on the guy who played Tupac. Um, I think he gave a pretty freaking good performance. I don't, like, it's not, like, amazing or anything, but I thought he was not an issue in this movie. And um, did you see what Jada Pickett said? Jada Pickett Smith said about this movie. What'd you say? Well, she really, first of all, she really hated how they portrayed her and Tupac's relationship. She said that that's not how it was at all, and she actually called it hurtful. Um, and but then she also went on to say that she actually, for the most part, enjoyed the movie, and especially she praised the person who played her and the person who played Tupac. She said they were given the best of the, what they were given. So, I ultimately think that he gave a good enough performance. Now, Biggie, I don't know enough, so I, I can't. And I'm not claiming to be any expert on this on the, this subject or the history of the subject. But the, you know, I know the biggest like red flag as to why that proves this movie is not good. I don't want to know. <laughs> like, I don't care enough to, you're like, I want to research all this and figure out what actually went down. I don't even care. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, I, it's like you... After Shredder Compton was came out, and we we watched that movie, I was like, "Wow, I actually want to know more about uh, N.W.A. and about everything that went down." This movie, I just don't care. It's boring for throughout most of it. This movie is feels way longer than it's pretty long, but it feels even longer. This movie is boring, boring, um, and that that's the biggest red flag. It's the fact that I don't have even have an interest to go back and figure out and. It didn't even help me get an un- have an understanding of what ha- what happened. Like I was coming into this movie expecting to kind of get a better understanding of what happened, what started this rivalry between Biggie and between Tupac, you know. And I didn't. I have honestly, I'm like still just as like they had a rivalry. <laughs> like I don't know anything about why it started, about what happened. It's just like it's not clear. They don't lay it out in a way that's easy to digest at all it just kind of happens on screen you're just like wait what like okay so he got mad at him because reasons Uh, it's just i don't know it did not work for me and there's a lot of that in there a lot of that in here it's just like i things just kind of happen and they don't really explain anything and it's just again because i think that's part of the part of the problem is it's moment to moment we don't see the progression of these rivalries of these relationships it's just like okay so they're in this place at one point and then we're going to skip ahead to another major point in his life and now they're at this point well i i need to see this progression here i'm sorry i need to so yeah there's just a lot of that and i don't care to know more and that's not a good thing yeah, I mean, I was just reading a few things that Jada Pickett Smith was saying, and there's a lot of things that aren't even accurate in that film. Yeah. So, yeah, I look if you're gonna do if you're gonna do a film about someone who's you know important to people like Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King, John F. Kennedy, um, you know, Tupac, you know, he's 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 a figure in our generation now, and. I feel like if you're going to do a biopic, you have to make it as as historically accurate as possible. You can't Hollywood the film. Okay? You you have people that first of all that probably know the person who passed away who want you to tell a true story and not only that, the audience audiences don't want a fake story. They want something that's real. 
you know they want they want the real story of of this historical figure you know not some not some fake hollywood sold story just because it sounds better no tell us the real story that's that's what's important um and that's that's where i think that film um fails sometimes is because we don't tell the true story we're all just like okay well let's Let's just do this to make it sound better. No. What, what in particular are you talking? Because I honestly, I wouldn't be able. I'm one of the people. No, no, no. And I'm not. Difference. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into details about it. But I mean, there's. I mean, I'm just talking about biopics in general. Like, yeah. for instance, The Revenant. Leonardo DiCaprio's character didn't have a son. See, but that he didn't. I mean, and I'm just like, and I'm just, I'm just nitpicking at like a particular biopic yeah. there. But I mean, because you know, I love The Revenant. Yeah. Um. It just sounds like a complete hypocrisy to what I'm saying, by the way. But I mean, still, I mean, it, I mean, if, if I'm being honest, I mean, I don't, I don't even think his character even got revenge on those characters. Yeah, he didn't. So I mean, I get it. Sometimes the story isn't um, cool, like really isn't nice enough or whatever, or isn't interesting enough. But th- like, I feel like for big historical figures, we need to have the actual true story, not some fake story. I think she said um, there's a poem that he reads to her. She never got it. She just read it in his book as, like after he died, basically. But it was in there just to make... It was in there in the film. You know what I mean? And that wasn't accurate. So I just feel like people... I feel like Hollywood needs to tell the true story. Like the, a true story of like these big historical figures. Instead of doing like a Hollywood movie, it's like, no, this actually looks better. The only I disagree to an extent. I honestly I don't mind. I I don't mind them um, kind of how ma- making it more cinematic because it's ultimately yes you're telling a story telling this true story but it is a movie. You, the goal is to entertain people. The goal is to sell tickets. I mean it's a business. I get ultimately you have to do that. Where it, where it, where I have issues with it is. When it becomes one-sided, when it's like you're only gonna paint a person who has some good and has some bad as solely good, or if it's and the antagonist, you're gonna paint them as solely I compl- horrible. I completely agree with you, but for me, it's like okay, people are going to this movie to be informed about who this guy was and who this guy is, and to know and his true story. That's the problem. I don't necessarily believe that. I mean, I don't necessarily believe that. I mean, there's people that out there that want to see his true story come to light. You know what I mean? Not become, like, not be entertained. I mean, if I want to be entertained, I can just watch Wonder Woman. Like, you, I mean, I feel like, I mean. entertainment. That's the. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, you go to movies for entertainment, but there's nothing wrong with selling a movie that, that's literally just telling a true story to someone's life. But and I think. And at that point, it's a documentary. And why not just make a documentary? It's. You're I, doing I it. I, I don't know. I, I just. That's why, to me, that's. But I don't need. I don't need. I don't need interviews from, from actual people. I just want to see a movie where the actors are telling the story. And, and I want the writers to actually research the story and say, hey, you know, we got the best. We, we we basically we try to be as accurate as possible. You know, we sat down and we got as much facts as we could. But then, and boom. But then my point is, yeah, maybe for like major, like okay, how about we don't make a movie where the I mean, unless you're doing some crazy elsewhere world story, how about you don't make a movie where 
Abraham Lincoln doesn't get shot in the head, you know, <laughs> like he lives. Unless you're making some crazy story like that. Yeah, I mean, okay, but like I, like that, I, like yeah. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. But I mean, again, I mean, this is I mean, like, look for me. This was supposed to. I mean, this was this is an important movie to some people, and for me, there's some people. And at least for me, I wanted to know, like, I wanted to know his story. I mean, I, I've only read some things about him, but I wanted to know more about his story. But, I wanted to be more informed. Yeah. And this movie really doesn't do that. This movie just makes it a huge music video, basically. I agree with that. You yeah. see, you see some uncomfortable scenery here. Oh. And I'm not talking about <laughs> the good times, guys. I'm talking about very uncomfortable scenery here. And it's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. I, what, like, this, this is what we got? Like, really? Yeah. I guess my last point on that issue is, I I just for me I don't get how. The, look for the the poem thing for example. Yeah, is it true? No, obviously she said it's not true. It does it change anything? Like it's not a big deal. That's why to me I'm just like what like whatever that okay you know and maybe maybe I guess the problem is that this is so. I mean, even though it took place, like, or it happened a long time ago, it's still fresh enough where there's still people alive from this event or this time period that maybe you don't make the movie yet <laughs> if you're going to change things up because people are going to get offended. But ultimately, if this movie was made, uh, like, 50 years later and everyone from the time period, from this situation, everyone who knew him is gone and they change something small like that, it's not going to matter because it's such a minute detail that it doesn't really matter. No, it's just that's just a, it's just an example I was bringing up. I know I mean, it's just the, yeah. Um, I mean, but let's move on to the. To I mean, I think that the fact that she said that their relationship wasn't like that. I mean, that that speaks volumes in in and of itself. I mean, which is why I say that maybe you shouldn't have made the movie <laughs> now because she's still alive and can say this was not correct, and then you're gonna have a problem. Um, or or you can actually do your job and make the movie. You know. Factually, unless their relationship proper. was boring, and then it's like, okay, well, then we need to do something interesting. With Ask it. her if you can spice it up. <laughs> hey, you know, can we make a scene where you're making out with her? Can we please incorporate that in the film? <laughs> just, just a heads up, that actually didn't happen in, in the movies. <laughs> anyway, no, they um, make out in the film. Do they? Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. When? She, all right, he's sitting on the poolside, you know, he sees his house, and she's going out on, like, her little... That's not her. her. Long, oh, it's not? No. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. That was a separate character. You still character. don't know what bloody... Oh, yeah, you right. <laughs> anyways, nah. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, you yeah, right. But, it was his girlfriend. But let's let's speak to okay. a little bit more, too, before we write this movie, to the music video kind of aspect of it, and... There's some really weird stuff in this movie. There is a scene where Tupac gets it on in the middle of a freaking club. And sure, okay. You know, maybe it actually happened. Which, whatever. But do I need to see it? Like, and the way that they do it, like, it's just, it's it's not even like, okay. Because I don't have issues with sex scenes in movies. If they have, if there's a purpose for them in movies, then there's a purpose for them. But... This was just the way they did it. Was just felt so like we are shooting a music video. It's just so <laughs> weird. And it's like, like bang, wing, 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 like, wing, 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 yeah. and then you see Tupac. He's like he's smoking a blunt. Like, he's, yeah, he's and then, smoking a <laughs> blunt, and you literally see his face while it's going on, and you're just like, 
what the frick did I just see this man's vinegar strokes <laughs> like, he's just like he's like mm, let's go mm. <laughs> like, <the> <laughs> uh-huh. it is it is so a very weird. weird scene I was like and that's oh. not the only weird scene there's other stuff in this movie too we get a clo- you mon- I mean you get a close up of some girl's butt like it's like weird Yo, like, it's, like like they freaking zoom in like that's how I know it's a music video style that's how I know that's how I know book. yeah okay they zoom in on this girl's cheeks bouncing up and down. And it's just like... We've seen those things in movies. I mean, freaking Transformers 3 opens with a girl's butt. So, it's... Yeah, but at least it's not like... Before, it's not like zoomed in to the max. Exactly. It takes it to another level when you're purposely, like, zooming, like, getting and it wasn't, closer. And, and, like, it, and it wasn't oh. there. And it wasn't just there for, like, two seconds. It wasn't yeah. just, like, a quick shot and then it moved up. No. Yeah. It was a good few seconds where they followed her butt, and then they stayed in her butt, and then they would move it back to her hips, and then everything else. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come and, on. Yeah, and you also mentioned kind of, and this co- kind of goes along with the music video style of the whole thing as well. It mentioned, or it feels like, you're right, like, it does feel like they're rapping a lot of their line. Like, it's just weird. The way that the lines are read overall, not only that, but I think a lot of it, the way it's written, there's a lot of just kind of, like... Look, maybe it happened like this, but I honestly do not believe that an actual person said what just came out of your mouth. <laughs> There's a lot of that where it's just like, who wrote this movie? Yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> F, man. Like, this is what I'm effing, mother- effing talking about, man. What the effing? It's like, the amount of curse words you just said <laughs> at your mouth to this label. I mean, even Come on now. that, and then it's just <sighs> cheese. There's a lot of cheese uh, with, like, uh, okay. Like, does, does an actual human being come up with that in their mind? Like, I'm going to say this sequence of words. No. no. I'm sorry. Nobody speaks like that. But uh, there's a, yeah, there's just a lot of that. And I, I definitely felt that as well. Um, it's just the whole thing. You're right. It feels very much like a long, long, boring music video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's rate this movie. What do you got, Ozzy? I give it. A two. All right. I'm giving it a 2.8. I give it a two, man. This this movie was supposed to be really good. Um, I think he died in nine. I forgot what year he died, but it's been like, I, I know it's been about 20 years, basically. This is supposed to be a really, you know, important film, I have to say, um, to the rap community, to people who listen to rap. People who are fans, who have been fans of his since, um, since he basically like rose out of fame and stuff like that, and it's just really, it's not a servicing film, man. And I have to give it to. It's just, it really did a horrible yeah. job. I am not impressed at all. And it's such a disappointing film. Such a disappointing film. I don't understand why the producers couldn't have gotten um, somebody who somebody who really cares for this content i mean i'm not saying that uh benny boomed in but somebody who's more experienced i mean this is this is a very um this is somebody who's very important to a certain community and it's just it's really it's really disappointing that it's not what it what people want it to be yeah um all right last thing i guess I mean, yeah, it's just it's it's a bad movie. It really is. It's I know. I mean, I know you don't really care because you don't really listen to yeah. that type of music. I mean, I do. 
I mean, but, I mean, those of you guys who who are like, Ozzy, like, is it good? You know, I listen to, I listen to Tupac or whatever. Like, does it does it pay recognition to him really good? No. I feel like if he was alive today, he'd be pissed off at this movie because this movie's really not good. Yeah, <laughs> really not good. Um, all right. Well, I I would say that you know maybe there's some there's some movies coming out that'll make us that'll cleanse our palates a little bit from this weekend. Um. Doesn't look like it. I mean, next weekend we got Transformers, so... <laughs> I Damn. I, mean, I we totally do, forgot. We do, we do have some... Autobots, roll out! No. <laughs> we do have some stuff left this weekend that we need to watch. I mean, we have, what? Um, what's that comedy? Rough Night. Rough Night and 47 damn meters down. Uh, Rough Night, I'm not necessarily excited about it. I think I'm it excited. Kind of stupid, but I'm excited. I hope it's good. I'm excited. Scarlett Johansson uh, has my vote. Fair enough. Uh, 47 meters down looks stupid, but it could be cheesy stupid, but it looks just like it could be really stupid stupid. <laughs> Since when do sharks team up? I don't know. Is it like the Shark Avengers? Yeah, I guess. Or the Justice League of Sharks? Um, but we also do have the um, Colin Trevorrow-directed Book of Henry, which I've been hearing some interesting things about, and I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing it now i've never even heard of it so i i'm looking forward to see it seeing it because i've heard some interesting things about it and then also it's colin trevorrow he's directing star wars episode 9 so i always want to see him do something else because i wasn't necessarily all too impressed with with jurassic world i mean it's fine but it's not getting me super pumped about him hey it was a good movie it but, was a good popcorn movie. Yeah, but I don't want Star Wars Episode Nine to be a good popcorn movie. That's, That's not right. how the Force works. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, um, I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be. I want movie. I don't want it to be. That's <laughs> my problem. Uh, that's why I'm like, all right, come on, show me something Colin tomorrow. So, are you hyped up for Star Wars: The Last Jedi? Oh, of course. I mean, I mean, it, why wouldn't that be? So, it's your it's your most anticipated movie of 2017. And at this point, yeah, I mean. Guardians was, but now, I mean, we're past Guardians, so, I mean, yeah. Alright, what if this movie is a disappointment? Then I will be very disappointed. I don't know what else you want from me. <laughs> <laughs> like, will you drop the franchise? No, I dropped the franchise. <laughs> well, you'd be like, we can't. You're ridiculous. You'd be, I mean, you'd be like, I you can't. drop the franchise after Pirates of the Caribbean, um, the fourth one, whatever that's called? Stranger Tides? Stranger Tides. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know... <laughs> I had to stay up and think about it. No, you did not. You're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I had to really, I had to look up my Captain Jack Sparrow poster and be like, you know what, man? I'll give you another shot. These movies have kind of adjusted <laughs> our stats a little bit. You're at a 5.6 average. I'm at a 5.4. So, there's that. I mean, you're just harsh on movies, man. Uh, by it's point not my two fault. points. It's really not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> It's not my fault, man. It really isn't. Okay, I don't know what you want from me. I don't do your your rates. Okay, what? You're acting like we're so drastically different. <laughs> Point two points. All right, let's. We weren't. We were. We were pretty drastic in this episode. I guess. All right. Well, let's talk about recommendations. Um, you want me to go first? On yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, this is a movie that um, I tweeted about the other day because I watched it again the other day, and it's a it's a movie I remember being great. And I've seen this movie. It's not even like I haven't seen this movie since I was a kid. I've seen this movie semi recently, in the, within the past like two years or something. But and I remember it being great. But oh my gosh, this movie is even better than I freaking remembered it. Move on. I watched Mulan the other day, 
Dude, yeah, Mulan is amazing. It's Dude, even I better than I remember. It. Dude, it's I so love good. Mulan. It's uh, one of I, the best Disney animations of all time. Look, my classic Disney movies rankings has always been Lion King, Aladdin, Mulan. Now, I need to watch Aladdin because right now, in my mind, Mulan is kind of like inching its way into that number two spot. It's freaking great. So, Mulan, just give it a watch. It's a great movie. I think it's on Netflix, so... It's a great movie. I freaking love Mulan. Yeah, dude. Eddie Murphy, man. Eddie Murphy. Alright, what do you got? I know I didn't give you much time there. Yeah, I mean, you didn't. I mean, you really didn't. Well, it doesn't help that you started adding into mine, so you weren't thinking about you. (laughs) I mean, yeah, bro, I mean, you said Mulan, like, uh, I had a friend, and I, I had a friend, she's just like... I was like, you have to come over and watch Mulan. I'm like, yo, I got to. Like, and then I, I used to watch Mulan a lot. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, Look, my recommendation is probably going to be Fast Five. All right. I think that is a good reminiscence of what summer movies used to be. What they can be. What And what they still can be. I think yeah. this has been a pretty disappointing summer of movies. So far, yeah. And I, mean- I think it's been <laughs> way more disappointing than last year's, which is... Which is something to say, man. I mean, it's... I don't know. I One thing I do want to do, because this is a little tease, we are going to be, at the end of June slash beginning of July, we're going to be talking about our top tens of the year so far. And I do want to go back and listen, because we did it last year. I want to go back and listen to what our top tens were at this time, or at that time last year. Well, mine's were horrible because I wasn't watching movies at the time. Not even necessarily. I, we were doing it a little different then. But still, I do want to listen to that because there's, I don't know, there's some stuff in there where I'm just, like, the, the, our lists right now are not very hot. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> these are not very impressive. Um, and I want to see if it was just as disappointing as last year. Mine's is probably going to be, I think I like my list better this year. Really? But that's just, but that's just, but that's just because literally I, I had watched less. So I have more options now. Yeah. But back then I didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Fair enough. What, I'm just, what is coming out again? What? Uh, this weekend? Transformers. Transformers. The big sick. I want to see the big sick really. And bad. the gilded. The, the Beguiled is coming out. Yeah, The Beguiled. Baby Driver. Oh, baby. Does that next weekend or the weekend it's after that? June 28th. That's the weekend after. Okay. And then we have The House, Despicable Me, coming out June 30th. And then, yeah. If we get to some of these indie movies, then maybe my list starts to look, or our list start to look a little bit well, more Well, you're going impressive. to Virginia for a few weeks, my friend. Yeah, but we're going, I'm going at the end of June, so it depends. We are we'll screwed. See. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It depends. We'll see how the timing plays out with some of these indie movies, but I will do my best. I really want to see Book of Henry. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This will be an interesting rest of the summer and then moving forward. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, man. Getting into social media. Where can people find you, Carlos? All right. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. And then make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, um, our website, ScreenFellows.com. we got written reviews there. We should have probably a Cars 3 review on there by now, by the time this episode comes out. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, so definitely check out all those things. And also on our Twitter right now, um, we, by the time this episode's released, we will still be running a poll just for like 24 hours after this episode's released. So if you're catching this early, go vote on our Twitter poll, which movie will make more money this weekend, Cars 3 or 
all eyes on me. Go vote on that. Hmm. Okay. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. And if you guys have any films, any TV shows that you guys want to recommend to us to talk about, um, email me at Ozzy.Castro at ScreenFellows.com. Dude, the ranch is back on that. That's what I'm going to do today. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check us out on YouTube. This is Screenfellas. Fellas.